everybody. Hi, guys. Well, from beautiful Salt Lake City, Utah, it's Thank God I'm Atheist, the podcast. I'm Frank Feldman. And I'm Dan Beecher. And coming up on the show today, oh, religion's weird, Dan. You guys, oh, there's a weird thing. Here's some stuff. Look, here's the thing. We all know that, like, we can all point to a weird thing that some religion does that we're all like, whoa, that is crazy. Yeah. Uh, so we're going to talk about those. But also, I'm going to just remind us all that we're all we're just going to remind us all that, like, there was stuff that feels pretty fucking normal. It isn't like there's stuff that we're just all used to. Right. That is very, very weird. Anyway, religion's weird. And we're going to talk about the weirdness. <laughs> And also, like, why? Why is it so why? weird? Why does it have to be weird? Yeah. Yeah. It's kind of part of it. But anyway. All right, Dan. Yeah. Oh, my God, Dan. <laughs> I've got a story for you. Oh, you're excited. I like it. Uh, Zacharia Kiowa. Okay. Too many vowels right in a row there. I don't know what to do with them. Um, he uh, was employed in the UK at... Um, a hotel where he worked as a linen porter. Okay. Sounds fancy. Um, but, it's, but it's just the guy that changes the sheets. He changes the sheets. Anyway, Muslim man. Uh, and the, the hotel was having kind of, it sounds like an annual like employee party. Okay. In January. This was back in January of 2017 when the, when the incident took place uh -oh. central to the story Scun -dun -dun. Um, but only recently resolved uh, so there was a you know at employee parties there's often like little prizes right and there'll be like a drawing and everybody has a ticket and everything or everybody's name gets put in well there was a uh, one of the prizes that was up for the drawing was a bottle of cognac oh and you know Muslims don't drink right sure Alcohol. right yeah or they're not supposed to yeah. And so, but uh, th this guy, he wasn't, he wasn't there at the party, but they, you know, they'll, they wanted to honor the fact that he had won a prize. Um, but they were, his colleagues were a little concerned that maybe giving him a bottle of alcohol wasn't the most appropriate prize. Right. Well, then let's just give him the side of bacon. <laughs> I wish that's what it happened. <laughs> we now, do that. They, well, then give him the puppy. I don't know. What do you want to give him? Um, no, they. Uh, there was a, a box of chocolates that they substituted in. Okay. And apparently, yeah, his supervisor sort of told him what had happened. Sure. And in, I really wish that. I could do a really good Ricky Gervais um, the <laughs> voice, being the, the manager in, in the office. Right. Um, but he says to the guy, if someone has got a nut allergy or a nut intolerance and they were given a box of chocolates that contains nuts, do you not feel it would be appropriate that we then change that prize, you know, on the night? <laughs> so... This guy, this Muslim guy, Kioya or whatever, yeah. uh, he says, you know, it's different. Uh, 
<laughs> he says they don't want that prize going to me and they've used my religion to get what they want i felt really ignored and humiliated and not cared about wait what okay so this whole thing ends up going to a tribunal oh, oh my god okay because he filed a complaint um <laughs> in apparently there's um this equality act that, that the uk passed in 2010 right that um you know doesn't it, it protects people in the workplace is right. probably one of the things that it, that it does right against sure. discrimination and whatnot well anyway so the tribunal <laughs> comes back and they say that a nut allergy is an illness a life-threatening illness it is not acceptable it is not an acceptable point of comparison right it okay. minimizes the importance of mr kiowa's beliefs and practices sure Except here's what I want to say, which is it's almost too strong of a comparison, right? <laughs> because it's actually something that's innate about and, somebody. And that could threaten someone's life. That could exactly, right? Whereas this is this is something that people change all the time. Right. Like people every day people are are converting to something else. Some yeah, you're, other you're not crazy inherently Muslim. Like right. that's there's no you're not genetically Muslim. <laughs> And you've, you're the one, ostensibly, who's chosen not to, to, to follow its its edicts about right. alcohol, right? And, and they're, your co-workers they're actually trying were to, looking out for you. Yeah, they're trying to acknowledge it. Now, I, I must say, like, if it was a nice bottle of cognac, you know, if it's like a $60 bottle of cognac and they give him a $10 box of chocolates instead, maybe that sucks. Well, but, he does. But it sounds like he, he's just raising a fuss. He did say that it was a cheap box of chocolates. Um, <laughs> but I just, I just have to cry foul on this one. This is yeah. so ridiculous to me. Um, the tribunal says the point is not that the swap was well intentioned. The point is that it should not uh, have been said. Just as the decision should not have been made to change Mr. Kiowa's prize, both are. Both are on the grounds of his religion, and neither should have happened. Oh, Both are offensive and caused him distress. The, the, it's the just so it's so stupid. It's just one of those things <sighs> where it's just like you gotta pick better battles, man. Absolutely. The hotel was ordered to pay two thousand pounds. That's about twenty five hundred dollars. Jesus. Um, for quote injury to feelings. <laughs> I can't handle this one. Right, like this yeah. whole injury to religious feelings. Like you hurt my religious feelings. Yeah, I, I'm really sorry that I hurt your feelings. I this sounds but this this just sounds cannot. like a, a money grab to me. <laughs> he just smelled like blood in the water. Uh, he's like, I didn't get my bottle of cognac. He was probably like a secret alcoholic. <laughs> Fine, you know, or like you know, and cognac for Christ's sake, like. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god i just wanted to look at it i wasn't i didn't want to drink it i just want to have it but to they be didn't honest, give, they didn't let me yeah to be honest they should have they should have given him the opportunity they should have said hey you know like yeah. you know we know you're muslim you may not want this we have another option yeah. if you want to go with that instead or you can keep this I don't know. Somebody but, here would probably pay you, like. But it does you know. seem like like their hearts were in the right place, even if they said some stupid shit or what. Like, okay, whatever, right. whatever. I mean, who knows? He might have worked with some real dicks, and they were like, "We fucking hate that guy. He doesn't get the good ball of cognac." Oh yeah, you know what? 
Yeah, he, maybe. <laughs> we don't know the whole situation. But on the on the surface, it does seem like people were just trying to be like, oh, uh-huh. he doesn't want that. Give that to somebody who wants it. Congratulations right. on your on your twenty five hundred pounds or twenty or two thousand pounds or whatever. Good job. Two thousand pounds. Because you've now alienated everybody in your workplace. So <laughs> well, he quit. Oh, okay. Well, enjoy that. Um, <laughs> I am going to keep us in the UK, oh. where uh, some changes in rules, very briefly, were very discriminatory. Oh. Um. So you know. All countries, all places right now in the world, our current world, Earth, uh, (laughs) have to figure out how to deal with this whole COVID-19 thing. It's still a problem everywhere. We, We, you know, I'm afraid nobody's achieved herd immunity yet, including Sweden. It's just a nightmare. So in the UK, they've, they've been, you know, working with rules for masks and, and et cetera. Yeah. And, you know, the size of meetings that can take place, et cetera. And, uh, you know, they they were doing okay for a minute there. They had a they they had a, uh, a thing where, you know, you can't have too many people meeting, to, you know, congregating. No yeah. more than six people allowed to meet in public spaces with okay. a few exceptions for, quote unquote, significant events. Um, and until just recently... You could have 30 people attend a significant event. Like so, a wedding? Like, what's the significant So, yeah, event? we're talking about uh, a ceremony that was like a rite or a ritual for your okay. religion, or a wedding, a baptism, a funeral, that sort of thing. Okay. That's, uh, that's actually... Uh, okay, cool. I'm down I with mean, that. If you're going to make an exception, that's... You know, because I mean, yeah. it has been a bummer. People have not been able to, ha- you know, have their weddings and whatnot. Yeah, and it's tricky and it's hard. Whatever I, and, you know, that's no excuse to be stupid. Like just no, because, of course not. And yeah. I, and I have seen way too many of my friends on Facebook be like, "Woohoo, gathering for a wedding!" And and I just look at it and I'm like, "Yeah, you guys came from all across the country and then co-mingled. What's the matter with you?" Put on your mask. Stand six feet apart. I don't care how much you love each other. Anyway. God, you're fun, Dan. I'm a... <laughs> look, I'm just a realist. I'm just acknowledging the reality of our situation currently. Anywho, uh, the things have gotten a, a worse in the UK, so they needed to lock some shit down a little bit. Right. Yeah. So, uh, which is something that we should, that our state needs to learn to do. Or has done a little bit. Anyway, uh, so they decided to, the way that they decided to lock down was to uh, to limit the crowd size from 30 down to 15. That was mm. the cap. Uh, the, that was the cap on, on people attending. Makes uh, hard to thing. bring a plus one. Yeah. Odd yeah, numbers it does. Don't really, you know. Well, you, you, you got a priest there or whatever. That uh, that makes yeah. it odd. So okay. then, then everybody, anyway. Uh <laughs> But there was a trick in the the wording of the thing, because the original wording was that you know the uh, you could have the the higher numbers if it were to quote mark or celebrate a significant milestone in a person's life according to their religion or belief, such as events to celebrate a rite of passage or entry into a particular faith other than a birthday or coming of age, or to mark a person's death, or to celebrate life, blah, 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 blah. 
And then okay. it said, for the purposes of paragraph 5B, the refer a reference to belief includes a reference to a lack of belief, which was which is an odd way of wording it, but was meant to sort of carve out uh, space for, you know, humanists or atheists to also yeah. have weddings. Uh, yeah, well, okay. Well, uh, when they made the, the more recent uh, lockdown, they cut out the line about a reference to belief includes a reference to a lack of belief. So, oh, no. Really? So, yeah. So that Bastards. did not appear. Yeah, oh, Boris, no. Thanks, Boris Johnson. Uh, which meant that Seems if like you... Seems like an odd thing to do in the UK, right? If you were, yeah. Yeah, it meant that if you were a Christian, you could have uh, 15 people at your wedding. If you were a humanist, you could have your six. <laughs> That's cute, right? Uh, they did uh, very recently re-re-update the thing to say, okay, we, we meant everybody, sorry, FYI. But for a while, they were stonewalling <laughs> the, uh, the atheists or the humanists international who were trying to work with, who were like, hey, what about us? Hey, everybody, hello. And they got nothing. They finally were able to get through, and apparently they got it back to where oh, it was. Oh, good. Good. Oh, that, that turned out okay. Yeah. I was in the middle there. Dan, I was really worried. Yeah. Yeah. Oh. Well, that was, that, you know, compliment sandwich or whatever. <laughs> All right. Well, Dan. Yeah. I have a story about something that I think went exactly as it should have gone. Oh. Um, which, you know, we're lacking for, for those stories by and large these days mm -hmm. uh, in, in, in the news in the, and especially in this country. Um, this took place up in Idaho, a little little place called Moscow. Oh. Do they say it Moscow or do they... I think so. They th throw another little twist on it. Is it like Moscow? I think, I think th I, they also have Moscow, a Paris, There's a Paris, Idaho and a Moscow, Idaho. I don't know how they say it. Well, I'm going to say Moscow because that's how it's spelled. Yeah. Uh, and uh, they, of course, they have some religious crazies. I mean, it's... That's a given. Yeah, they're this is they're way everywhere. Up, they're way up north in in Idaho, I think. Yeah, Moscow is like so. That's 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 where you get like the I'm real nutballs, right? But I'm also not going to blame Idaho on have like for having some some crazies because the religious crazies are fucking everywhere right oh, now. Oh yeah, we got right? them, we got them everywhere. So, <laughs> this is the United right. States. It's <laughs> it's like one of our main crops. Yeah. So um, it, there was an there was a church uh, by the name of Christ Church. Uh, in town there that was having, according to them, they'd been having these psalm, psalm sings, they call them, uh, in protest of wow. the, the town's uh, or the city's mask order. Right? Oh, great. Because so <laughs> there are definitely relevant psalms about, about, about masks. And, I bet and, you could find one. And disease, yeah. <laughs> anyway, so they were having a, a good old-fashioned psalm sing. A little sing-psalm? Sing-psalm-psalm-sing. And the police showed up. Apparently they warned them. Yeah. Telling them you were in violation of the, mass, the city's mask order. Right. And also our social distancing order. Uh, and so some citations were given out. Uh, five people were cited for violating both of those orders. And then, apparently, 
not like all hell broke loose or anything, but the whole thing led to three arrests uh, of people who were resisting or obstructing officers. Right. Wow. Uh, people actually ar- got arrested. People got arrested. These police officers was like, we're not having this. Was Even it the though three it people who happened to be like people of color? Was it the three black guys? No, I don't think so. <laughs> I mean, it's a good question, but I don't think so. Okay. Uh, they, uh, yeah. So the, of course, the 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 church members are just crying foul. Oh, they're they, they, raising a holy hell about they, it. I'm sure they said. I think they wanted to make an issue out of it. They wanted to flex their muscles because we had already done psalm sings in the past and they wanted to make us an, ex- an example out of us and so oh they God. warned us that they were either going to cite us or take us to jail yeah okay they warned you yeah you knew you were you breaking knew. the law and then they said hey <laughs> stop doing that or we have to do what we do when someone breaks the law and they yeah. were like well that's just not fair so the chief of police man by the name of james fry he says uh, the city has a 90% compliance rate when it comes to masks. Um, and, but, you know, but he added that at some point, education has to turn to enforcement. And that's what happened on Wednesday. <laughs> okay. <laughs> so, I well, like, this is great. Like, I'm not hearing about this happening anywhere. No. Where the police actually are just like, you know, here, we're citing you. Yeah, exactly. You know, and now, oh, you're being snots about it? Come here. You're under yeah. arrest. I I know the cops aren't super popular right now, but no, like nor I should am. they be. <laughs> I mean, I'm not the I'm not an all cops are bastards guy. I'm but look, it's it's all it is almost impossible to be a cop and participate in the racist system mm. and not like like you end up not you don't have to be a racist but you end up participating in racism mm-hmm. so oh, uh yeah. and also like yeah the the mask thing is just such bullshit anyway I'm i thought just, it was I'm, a good good cops story hooray. to make us all feel better about hooray. police officers yeah i they're in a tough spot with the mask uh, thing like i get it i it, it's not this isn't because <laughs> because everybody is out right now Everybody that's doing any kind of protest right now Uh-oh. is yeah. just hoping that the oh, police yeah. start some shit. Yeah. So it's like, ugh, anyway. Uh, speaking of protests, or rather, like, big groups being out, okay. uh, I'm going to take us to D.C., Washington, D.C., where our nation's capital was uh, descended upon recently Oh. by thousands of Christians. Oh, no. Two different groups of Christians descended on D.C., uh, one organized by New Jersey pastor uh, Jonathan Kahn, and the other by famous son of a famous evangelist, uh, Franklin Graham. Oh. Billy Boy's uh, kid. Uh, Both, I don't know, they were, what are they doing? Franklin, for his part, Franklin Graham insisted that this was not a political thing. This was not, not this was not a rally for Trump, mm. in spite of the fact that whenever he talks about any issue, he he just sort of uses the uh, the conservative 
Trump playbook in terms of how he talks about anything. Um, but he insisted this was not about, uh, like, you know, he talk, if he talks about the Democrat Party, he talks about socialism. If he talks about, you know, racial justice, he just talks about how it's a bunch of thugs or whatever. And the Democrats are, you know, it's only happening in Democrat-controlled states or whatever. Anywho, uh, they just sort of, these two different groups at the same time went to uh, the mall which is not not a shopping mall, but rather, uh, you know, in D.C., the the big area between yeah. the Lincoln Memorial and the state and and the United States Capitol. So, um, did they know that the other group was going to be there, or was it like a surprise? I'm like, going to guess that the the pastor, the New Jersey pastor, sort of just hitched his wagon to uh, to Franklin Graham's thing. Okay. is what I'm okay. going to guess. Gotcha. Or rather, he just did his at the same time, and then he could claim that the huge numbers were were his. <laughs> anyway, it was all very stupid. Uh, it was all, you know, they all decided they were going to go to all these, like Graham had this whole, like, we're all going to walk from the Lincoln Memorial, we're going uh, to meet at the Lincoln Memorial, and we're going to pray, we're going to pray, and then we're going to go to the World War II Memorial, and we're going to pray, and then mm. we're going to go to the Washington Monument, and we're going to pray, and then mm. we're going to go to the National Museum of African American History and Culture. And we're going to pray. <laughs> and then we're going to go to the National Archives and we're going to pray. And e at each of these, it's like there's a different focus. You know, when they were at the Washington Monument, they're going to pray for salvation of the lost, renewed strength in our families, and solutions to the coronavirus pandemic, and to end abortion. So, like, it's all of this oh, stuff. Yeah, okay. And, you know, when they went to the National uh, Museum of African American History and Culture, which boy, that makes me nervous. That group going there, but they're going to pray for <laughs> compassion and kindness towards one another, respect and reconciliation between the races, and healing in communities torn by violence and injustice. Mm, ah, boy, All that, of these are okay. moments where uh, a bunch of Christians are going to go and do nothing, <laughs> they're going to talk to their imaginary friend and then actually take no action to make any of the things that they're quote-unquote praying for happen. But one of the best moments was when a whole bunch of evangelicals, and I can't tell if these are, uh, I guess a bunch of them doing that when they got to the Washington Monument, basically thought that they were at the, the Western Wall in Jerusalem, and they all just put their hands on the building, on this this big obelisk this giant obelisk and put their heads down and basically you know prayed at a building for no reason <laughs> it was i don't a, want this to be a thing this it was a yeah it was a bizarre <laughs> moment i don't know if anybody tried to stuff written prayers in between the the blocks but yeah <laughs> oh, they basically just there's a tweet that went out that was just a photograph of all these people touching the building I, yeah, it looks like the Western Wall, only stupider. So <laughs> that happened. You know, you and I considered playing a uh, a clip of of uh, of what's his name, Patty Boy, of Pat mm. Ro Robertson. Just Roberts. Wait, why can't I think of how, what his Robertson. actual name is? Robertson. Pat Robertson. Saying basically saying that this was such a good thing that happened 
that he anticipated five years of paradise to come. We'll see. I, I, I got yeah. news for you. There was no way the next five years are going to be paradise, but okay. <laughs> but Dan, when you when you surround an obelisk and yeah. everybody prays, it actually focuses right? yeah. the prayer it's, upward. The, the, it the just slant, shoots it straight it shoots to it, God. It's just this prayer beam to God. It's, and a, he's it's just like, like Tron. Yeah. yeah. Uh-huh. Totally. <laughs> uh, and uh, so I, I I think that he... He, he might, might be onto be, something. He might be onto something. I mean, I wouldn't I wouldn't doubt such amazing prayer power. <laughs> okay. Good. Good. I hope it happens. Five years of paradise? Boy, I hope that happens. Right. And I do. I hope he's right. I guarantee you that Except won't it's not happen. the paradise I want. Well, right. if Donald Trump wins, oh God. nobody gets paradise. Ooh. That's for damn sure. We're fucked. I, I make no guarantees about what happens if... Will he if, just jettison the, 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 all the religious folk at that point? <laughs> He's just like, fuck you. I don't need you anymore. Yeah, we'll see. No, he needs his third term. Uh, yeah. Anyway. anyway, go on. Right. What's our next thing? Dan! Okay. Whoa. Yes, I'm ready. <laughs> I'm braced. So the Atlantic this week uh -huh. uh, broke a story that apparently, and this was a this was kind of big news for for a minute. Uh, Donald Trump uh, has has spent a good amount of time mocking religious Americans behind their backs. <laughs> oh, right? Yeah, I did see that, and uh, and I saw the headline, and I was like, oh, I'll get around to reading that. And I mean, I should have just like raced to go read it. But then I noticed that the Salt Lake Tribune picked it up and had the Mormon spin on it. Oh, yeah. Because, of course, he would mock Mormons. Right. Of course he would. I don't know why I didn't think, oh, you got to go read this thing because the well, definitely one, one of the thing, most mockable groups in America. Yeah, it's, a, it's an eminently mockable group and one of their most prominent members Mm -hmm. is his arch nemesis like yeah. he hates mitt romney exactly and so anyway apparently he uh had, had had spent a little bit of time blaming um a, a kind of a common theme i guess was him blaming uh mitt romney's mormonism right his oh. membership in the mormon church for his loss in the 2012 uh presidential election right because people thought he was a weirdo exactly and so the guy who reported this story is a guy by the name of McKay Coppins, who turns out is Mormon as well. Sure. Uh, and what really got him thinking, took him a while to fully pull this thing together, was that um, he had a 2014 uh, conversation with Donald Trump at Mar-a-Lago. And Trump started to go down this road of like Mitt Romney's exotic faith uh, had cost him <laughs> the election, right? Yeah. And so, but the reporter wasn't clever enough, <clears throat> or maybe also didn't uh, think that he should maybe bait him a little bit to see where this goes. Um, he interrupted him to say that he was also Mormon, 
right? Right. As a good Mormon is going to do, right? He's going to well, announce himself. And also, this is, you said it's 2014, 2014, right? So this is before anybody would take Donald Trump seriously as like anything other than a That's like, fair. game show host. Yeah, fair enough. Fair enough. Um, but he says he quickly changed uh, his tact or his tack, uh, extolling. Uh, this is him speaking, my church's many virtues, and then switching right. subjects. Um, right. And he says, I've always wondered what Trump might have said if I hadn't cut him off. Right. Uh, well, and then there's these other reports of him uh, saying things. Uh, I guess he he mocked um the 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 the, all the pastors who famously laid all their hands on him in the in the oval office right and prayed for him and bloody blah um and and after they all left he turns to his aides and he goes can you believe that bullshit right yeah uh he's he's on record i guess uh yeah, well, no, he's told aides um, that uh, televangelists are all hustlers, which they are. He's not wrong yeah. about that. No. And, and to be honest, he's not wrong about the pastors. That is no. bullshit. Yeah. And he's also not wrong, probably, about Mitt Romney having a hard time connect- connecting with broader America because he's got a weird religion. Because he's and, a member of a, of a bizarre little cult. Yeah. Or a huge cult. So the reporter ended up talking to um, Michael Cohen, right? The Trump's oh, uh, personal lawyer. attorney who just or, yeah. yeah, who just got out of prison <laughs> right. for being Donald Trump's attorney. Right. Um, he, uh, so he had talked to him at, at one point, and he said... Uh, that Trump frequently made fun of Romney's faith in private and was especially vicious when he learned about the religious undergarments worn by many Latter-day Saints. <laughs> he said, oh my God, Cohen said, how many times did he bring up Mitt Romney and the undergarments? Oh, so, well, that, that doesn't this, surprise me at all. But this is really important because the Trump campaign, obviously we know the affinity between the evangelicals and Donald Trump. That's, right. Okay, that's clear. He's got them locked down. They are his supporters. Mormons, though, have been a little bit more of a slippery religious group for him to, to lock down. Right. Utah only voted 60% of for Donald Trump in which the is, 2016 election, which is just bizarro. And it which, means is, there was, which is high, meaning he won, but shockingly low for a Republican to to take Utah. Right, exactly. Because Mormons just Mormons have always voted in lockstep, essentially. Not right. In, there's no religious mandate that you have to vote Republican or anything. But, but there basically re- is. But they have voted in lockstep for Republicans, right? Right. And you would expect considering sort of the religious makeup and just everything, politics in Utah, you would expect Utah to go about 80% for the Republican, right? Well, so Trump really does really needs to win one of these Western states. He's not going to, he's not going to lose Utah, right? No. Um, But he needs to pick, he needs to get one of these that's like, that could go either way, like in Arizona, to, right. which has a large Mormon population, yeah. to, 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 to go 
his way. And so he's been courting the Mormons like mad. Like, this is terrible news to come out right now. (laughs) But there's some funny little other details um, in here. According to two senior Utah Republicans with knowledge of the situation, Don Jr. has been so savvy in courting Latter-day Saints... Uh, expressing interest in the church's history, reading from the Book of Mormon, that he's left some influential Republicans in the state with the impression that he may want to convert. <laughs> and this is huge for Mormons. Mormons love, yeah. like, like, do you remember uh, the actor who played Bull on Night Court? Yeah. Right? Was, was Mormon? Richard Mole. And this was like a, he, this, oh. Did you know? I mean, Mormons were just like, and the the um, Gordon Jump on K WKRP in Cincinnati, right? Yeah, like you, we are dating ourselves, <laughs> but yes. But this, but I remember this as a little kid. Like Mormons loved. There were like these like oh, nominal they, they know, celebrities. They know every right? celebrity who's a Mormon, right? And so the idea that Don Jr. might be interested in converting, oh, like he's, he's just not interested. Them, oh my right? God, he doesn't give a fuck. Like <laughs> Mormonism would have to be a pro cocaine cult <laughs> for him, for Don Jr. to even consider it. No not kidding. just okay with it, pro. Yeah, that has to be one of, one the, of sacraments. the sacraments. Yeah, exactly. Uh, anyway, so. Um, this really couldn't have come out at a better time uh, just to counteract whatever, you know, Trump world is trying to do with right. Mormons in the West, um, in in other states. I mean, this, the Tribune reporting on it and pushing the story, I don't know how Mormons are going to react to this, but they don't like being attacked. No. Right? And they don't like being made fun of and mocked at all. Well, they like it in the sense that, like, they like so many Christians need to feel persecuted, right? But they don't like the but person don't mocking wanna, them. They don't want to feel persecuted by the guy that they're voting for. Exactly, right? And so, yeah. like this, it, God, if they could play this up, who knows? Like, I don't see a lot of Mormons. Like, I can see Mormons maybe sort of. Oh, I'm just not going to vote for the guy. I don't see him then voting for Biden instead. Right. But if if we can just cancel just get rid of some of those votes for trump right oh man oh, god we'll see now now that yeah i mean he's still gonna take utah there's just no chance oh, but those yeah. other states you're right it's I, the, the, that's a more interesting thing i do love it though when utah has like a really bad turnout for him because it's frustrating right. for him right like, yeah he needs all the adulation that he thinks he deserves so right all right. Well, uh, I am going to take us now to Iceland, the, the, that mystical land of ice, which I, <laughs> which I, I, I actually love that place. I, I went there once, and it's beautiful. Anywho, uh, there, there's a church in Iceland uh, called the Evangelical Lutheran Church of Iceland, hmm. uh, which put out which published first on their website and then uh actually on public transportation there in Reykjavik a really uh, you know a sort of interesting cartoony little image uh i i can't actually translate the icelandic so i don't know what the words say something about sunday school or church or something like that uh and welcoming you to it and it's got it's a cartoon thing it's got 
little kids, one little, you know, a little cartoon kid singing and, you know, a, and another one reading. And, you know, I think one of the kids has five o'clock shadow, which I don't really understand, but that's fine. <laughs> and then it's got a rainbow in the background nice. and an image of Jesus sort uh -oh. of frolicking. Yeah. In you know, he's wearing sort of gladiator sandals and mm -hmm. a and and a white robe tunic thing sounds very jesusy it's very jesusy with the possible exception of the boobs <laughs> which i thought was an interesting choice like like boob boobs jesus very clearly has a set of breasts in this image like which he's got a beard okay so got the mustache i, I mean describe <laughs> But it is a cartoon Jesus with uh with boobs. Like and possibly makeup on. Uh I see oh. maybe a cat eye and some some rosy cheeks and some uh you know a, a nice sort of muted scarlet lip. Okay, so let me let me uh make a prediction here. Oh, okay. <laughs> let me, yeah, let me I like guess this. to like where this Remember, might be we're going. talking about Iceland. This is the place that produced Bjork, so we don't know like <laughs> It's hard to predict. It is hard to how... predict, but uh, and then it's. Uh, I guess there aren't that many. Maybe the outrage wasn't so much amongst the Icelandic population, or was it? No, it was. It Unfortunately, was? Okay. there was enough. Uh, there were enough Icelanders who were uh, heartily offended really? by this gender queer Jesus. <laughs> that they ended up apologizing for, but it was one of those no. apologies that was like, we're, we're sorry if anyone got hurt. And they did pull the ads in the, uh, in, you know, in the public transportation and they, they, they removed the image from their website, which I think is a wrong move. You're sending exactly the message you want to send. Yeah. Let you know, let the chips fall where they may, you guys. Come on. So, like the crucifix over their altar, does it have a breasty Jesus? Like, I I don't think so. I but I do love that they were a... they were just reaching out to you know they were just saying look let's uh, let's gender queer it up a little bit. There's no reason why we got to be all cishet about everything. Yeah. Well, let's have and... some uh, some queerness. Yeah, and like. I mean, he's made up anyway, so you might as well make yeah. him up however you want to, right? Yeah. Like, like. <laughs> and and look, everybody picks and chooses what they mm -hmm. think the Bible says and means. So, yeah. but why not pick and choose the welcoming, loving, sort of uh, all are welcome here message from Jesus, hmm. and let that and 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 show that visually. By giving him a nice rack. I don't see what the problem is. No, here's the... Nobody likes it when you mess... Like, well, I enjoy it when you mess with Jesus, right? But yeah. like, And you enjoy it when people mess with Jesus. But, like, people who, like, believe in Jesus, they don't want you fucking with the Jesus, right? Like... Yeah. Like, they just don't. You cannot screw... Like, like uh, what was that Brazilian show that where it was, like, gay Jesus, uh, right? Yeah. And, yeah, uh, and that caused a real hubbub. Um, if, if Molotov cocktails, if I remember right, thrown at the yeah. studio. I mean, um, it's not like they made him black. Come on. <laughs> <laughs> or even brown. He doesn't even. 
I mean, maybe he looks like he could be Middle Eastern. It doesn't really matter uh, because everybody's focused on the boobs, the the secondary sex characteristics. It's a very important thing, apparently. So <laughs> there you go. I just think it's actually kind of a cute image, and I was like, I, I was pretty pleased to see it. So there you go. And it was produced not by us, not by like atheists messing it with was people. Believers. But believers themselves. Yeah. So there you go. Hey, listen, kids, if you guys would uh, would like to chat with us and give us your opinions about Jesus with boobs or anything else uh, that we've talked about today, feel free to write into us, podcast at thankgodimatheist.com. Or call and leave us a voicemail message. The telephone number is 424-666-8442. Stick around. There's more show coming up. Dan, yeah, there is somebody who we've played a number of times. He's a complicated person in some ways. To... He's a complicated man, and no one understands him <laughs> no but his woman. Yeah. Jesse Lee Peterson, who... Uh, oh, we're not talking about Shaft? Okay, yeah. fine. He just... Boy, he just doesn't make a lot of sense to me. Yeah, this um, is this is to remind everyone. This is the black man who has repeatedly talked about how black people need to get less uppity. Uh, yeah, he's a he's he's a, a a a peach of an evangelical guy. Yeah, he's a and mess. he is weighing in on uh, Donald Trump's Supreme Court nominee for uh what's her name amy comey 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 barrett barrett yeah i think that's it amy coney barrett yeah not comey like not comey it's it's coney like a like a hot dog like right or or a rabbit in in the bible ah i think anyway uh let's let's hear uh jesse lee peterson's hot take on Amy Coney Barrett. This woman supposedly have seven children, two of them adopted from another country, and they black. Uh, but yet, she does not stay home and raise the children. And which tell me that this woman think that she's above men, and that she is a man, and that she can go to work and raise children and be like a man. It's not true. It is literally not true. This woman is on an ego trip like Natty going north. And she's no different than a liberal uh, uh, feminist. It's just with a different name. But you're going to live to regret this because if she's not decent enough to raise, stay home and raise the man's children, She's not going to think straight on the court. Believe me. Wow. Oh, golly. I hope uh, he he never, like, gets injured and is at the, the emergency room and a, a female doctor comes in. Like, a lady doctor? A lady doctor. Go home and make someone a sandwich. <laughs> I need a real doctor. I need a man. Give me a man. Like, I can't. Oh, my. You can't. Oh, yeah. God. Like, I mean, I know that in like the grand scheme of things, 
it, it wasn't too long ago when, when this sentiment was actually majority sentiment. Um, and, and to be honest, like, I know that there's still a lot of progress to be made, but when you hear it in, in, in today's context, even though she's a conservative and she's a religious conservative and right. so forth and so on, she's also an educated woman, right? Yeah. And she also yeah. has like the kind of experience that typically sets somebody up for the this job that she's uh, being offered. Uh, yeah. Right. But like, this this guy of all people should be thrilled by this woman. This be. woman He's This get... woman wants to set up the kingdom of God judicially like that is her goal her <laughs> kind of stated goal yeah but man this guy is something else can i just say by the way i was i i looked him you've seen images you've seen the video yeah you know what he looks like yeah yeah i was gonna make a comment about like you know you're too you're too young to have this opinion or whatever oh, uh, so i, I looked up so. how old he is yeah he's how old. old do you think he is uh 72 let me tell you something. Black don't crack. Because he, he is. He's 71 years old. Is he? I would have put him. I was that I close? You were really close. <laughs> I would have put him in his 50s. No. Nope. No. He's old. Yeah, it's the. Yeah. I don't know. Well, I don't age. know how I, how I was able to, to, to hone to in it. on that. But like, I look at it. I don't see a young 50-ish year old man. Fifties um, is well, it's it's younger and younger the closer we get to it. But it doesn't feel like I wasn't oh, this guy, Dan, man. Dan, um, yeah, like he's he's a he's a funny one, isn't he? Oh I, I, he's, he's I I just I I don't I I guess the worst thing I can imagine somebody saying. <laughs> I should just assume he's going to probably say it. <laughs> yeah. yeah. But I still don't really yeah. have a good beat on exactly who he is. So I just, I, you know, he's antiquated even for a 72 year or a 71 year old like that. He, his, his views are, are like, yeah, yes, he lived through the fifties, but you have to be in your thirties in the fifties to have those views. Like you can't have your those views. No, because there's always like a little bit of a lag, right? Like he, believe me, he's speaking to a lot of people. Well, probably not that many people, but to a, plenty of people who feel exactly like he does, and who are <sighs> yeah. a lot younger than him too. I bet, right? Yeah. Yeah. Here's what's amazing is that uh, a Amy Barrett. Mm -hmm. I almost feel like she would. She's like halfway to agreeing with him. If she weren't, if if she didn't like, actually, still want to be a jurist, like, you read, so she she belongs to like the Handmaid's Tale cult for Christ's sake. Yeah. So you know, whatever, whatever, whatever. Fine, I'm gonna move on. We're gonna read some uh, some some emails. We're gonna we got some voicemail. Uh, you'll remember Frank that we closed out last week's show by talking about our our call to action. The yeah. thing that we're actually fired up about, yeah. which is we, as nuns, as uh, as humanists, as atheists, need to start following the playbook of mm. the evangelicals. Yeah. We're several decades behind them. Yeah. But uh, they they put out a call to engage politically, and we need to, we're putting out the same call. Absolutely. So we had some folks write into us about it. 
This is from Louie, mm -hmm. who says, Hello, Frank and Dan. Great call to action, guys. I have experience in Chicago politics and am well-connected to assist a potential person seeking to be a candidate. Whoa. Currently, I live in Chicago. I'm 41 years old. I ran for local office, <laughs> local political office when I was 19 Whoa. in Whitewater, Wisconsin. I did not win as I ran against an incumbent that owned a funeral service company and had five foster kids. He was slash is slash was a good person. I don't I didn't know what I was doing then. <laughs> I moved to Chicago in 04 and have worked for an elected politician for six years. Nice. Uh, anyway, uh, ultimately, a person seeking future office needs to be volunteering now. Mm hmm. For a small political campaign, mm. so they are exposed to the different things that can occur on a campaign. Mm. Uh, being a large part of it, being part of a large campaign, like a presidential campaign, will not provide the best experience to run for local office, but it's better than nothing. Hmm. Uh, anyway, uh, we we had actually multiple people write into us and say that they are willing to help out. Uh, we are going to make it our goal to try and make connections. If you need, you know, if you want to run, if you want to, mm -hmm. uh, to you know, to start looking into being a, yeah. a you know, a political activist, uh, let us know. Yeah. And we're we're gonna we're gonna try and put together a little a little corner of our website for it. We're gonna, we're gonna try and yeah. uh, make some things happen for some and, people. And there so. are various levels to this whole thing, right? Like this is totally. not It's not like oh, I don't feel like uh, I don't feel like I'm a good candidate, or that I'd have the time, or this or that. Okay, well, like Louis said, right? Like there's also volunteering, right? For yeah. for campaigns, small ca local camp. They need so much help. There's, they don't have staffs. They just need volunteers right. to show up, go distribute lawn signs. I did that once, you know, years ago. But just ago. watch how the process or, works. Actually, I went out a bunch of times, right? And just like, right. and and just went went out. We had a list. It was like people who requested a lawn sign. And you just, like, there's little things. And then you, like, you, you're you meeting the people. And you're, hey, I can I can do, I'm, this is what I do for a living. So I think I could probably help you guys out with this. If you, I mean, if you need the help, right? Like, like there's ways to kind of ingratiate yourself right. and get yourself in there. And, and so, like, it's not just about running for office right right absolutely it's, not it's, there's it's it's about being part of the system exactly. being part of the political uh exactly. system yep. and engaging and so we we're encouraging that uh so yeah i mean especially if you're in the the uh the chicago area sounds we'll like there's a in great asset there yeah with, yeah but also if you're just anywhere sounds like and we're gonna also have guests on coming up that will that will talk about the process yeah um some uh, so, so good stuff is coming down the pike but this is this is our thing now we again, not for this election cycle but for the future we want to encourage you mm -hmm. to to think about running or to think about uh being involved like getting out there. getting involved yeah. hey maybe you've got a friend that you should be encouraging to run yeah that's another you know what i mean like all of this is good um we had we also heard from nurse erica this is on a totally different thing mm -hmm who decided to write in and say, uh, I confess I like to eavesdrop on private conversations, especially conversations between MAGA hat-wearing, Bible camp shirt-sporting <laughs> shoppers. 
okay. Some places are fucking gold for this, <sighs> like the big hardware stores in Target. Oh, yeah, okay. On a good day, my local grocery store is a goddamn John Waters movie. <laughs> uh, yeah, I'm sure that's true. My last trip to Target yielded especially appalling fruit as I caught a family with matching Bible something sh or another t-shirts. Mm. It was a tight five of potential. So I brazenly followed them to the sheets and towels. I didn't know what I was. I didn't know if I was going to get the full Monty or just a Bon Mott, but I was in shopping cart anthropologist mode and feeling lucky. I had to follow them to the electronics before I could hear them because the youngest was screaming for Spider-Man or some shit. Uh, Mom, with a perky keto ass and blonde hair that could have done with a touch-up, busts out with. Black, black, black. Everything is about blacks. Why do they have to push it on the rest of us? Damn. Oh. I didn't stay for the follow-up because I was afraid I'd pee my pants. <laughs> wow. <laughs> I don't know where Nurse Erica lives, but uh, but yeah, that's uh. Oh, that, there, yeah. there is. If you can handle it, yeah. there is definitely some uh, some crazy out there to be witnessed. I love eavesdropping. Like, it is absolutely one of my favorite <laughs> things. I mean, like, with this whole coat, like, not being able to eat out, like, it's just oh, tragic yeah. for me. Because, like, I love listening to the table next to me, like, and their horrible conversation about whatever. Yeah. It's so I'm never fun. able to do it. I, really? I, my, my hearing is not such that it can hear above the general noise. Oh. I can hear the people who are in front of me, especially, you know, seeing their lips move and whatever. Yeah. But I'm uh I'm once if there's a general buzz around I can't I can't hear what other people oh, are saying. It's too bad. It's so much fun. But they can listen <laughs> in on what I'm saying, and it's always fascinating. Mm. Anyway, uh, yeah, I'm gonna play us a voicemail since we uh, since we had some yeah. voicemailers. Yeah. So Dan, uh, this is um what I love about this voicemail, right? Is yeah. that we touched upon something? We 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 talked about. Churches being turned into others. What, what could what could all these excess churches be turned into, right? right. As time goes on and people keep leaving. like, and I I've been surprised at the level of like response and continued response that we've gotten from this, <laughs> and then it just yeah. clicked that of course this is like Schadenfreude in in a certain oh, respect, yeah, right? It's delightful. Of just like seeing another failed church well let's use that building for something else and maybe even yeah. something that they that the that they wouldn't have liked right it's so so yeah. good okay so let's play the voicemail hey frank and dan it's matt down in north carolina uh heard one of your callers calling in and talking about uh another use for a church building uh my hometown of barberton ohio has uh many more churches than they needed uh and the population is defined by about a third in the past uh 20 or 30 years so these old buildings are sitting around. Well, one of them was bought, and they ended up uh, turning it into a gym. And when I say a gym, I mean a full lifting, you name it, every weight they've got gym. Uh, I've done bench presses on the old altar area. I've uh, done some cardio up in the choir loft. It's a pretty cool building. But look up Faith Gym if you're ever in uh, northeastern Ohio. Thanks, guys. Keep up the work. Nice. Yeah, he says that like we would actually go to a gym, either of yeah. us. <laughs> Look, I'm past my gym years, okay? That that ship sailed. I my my exercise consists of brisk walking at this moment in my life. But 
<laughs> and heavy good. breathing. <laughs> yeah. Somebody, somebody on Facebook posted about a uh, a skate park. There are a couple, and I googled it. There are a couple of skate parks in old churches. Oh, really? Which oh, that's fun is kind of amazing. St. Louis has one. There's one in Spain. Anyway, huh. that's a. I think that's a great use for it. Yeah. Go and uh, go and you know launch off of the cross or whatever. <laughs> I think that's great. Uh, one more uh, email. I think we'll do. Um, this is from Zach, who says, "Hey, Frank and Dan." Just listening to your latest episode about the Young Dumb Party uh, <laughs> company. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we, we talked about these guys. They're down in uh, Provo, Utah, throwing parties and not caring about COVID and getting people very, very sick. Uh, mm-hmm. Anyway, uh, Kwaku was already known in Provo for being an asshole before all this COVID stuff. Ah. He was on Provo's Most Eligible, the Mormon Bachelor TV show. <laughs> Yikes. <laughs> Yikes that that exists. (laughs) Apparently he was on... Anyway, last year he was on that uh, and is somewhat part of Desnat, the alt-right Mormon Twitter group. Oh, yeah. Which, uh, you guys, we, you and I need to talk about Desnat at some point. We've talked about it. I brought it up Uh, a long time ago. Oh, that's right. The Deseret Deseret Nationalism. Nationalist. Yeah. Deseret being a, a Utah thing. Anyway. Um... Anyway, apparently he was on the that the Desnat oh, alt right Mormon Twitter group, and people already didn't like him. But it isn't surprising that he is continuing to be an asshole. But you guys mentioned the BYU Democrats group, and were surprised it even existed. <laughs> it's actually a significant. It's actually significantly larger than the BYU Republicans group. What? This is probably because being a Republican is just expected at BYU. Right. But liberal students want to meet up with other Democrats. The BYU Democrats events that I often had to, uh, that I went to, often had close to a hundred people, sometimes hmm. more. Hmm. I was in the poli sci major, and most of my professors were conservatives, but the majority of students in the major were liberal. Oh, interesting. I'm sure if you poll students who are doing other majors. It would be overwhelming conservative, but uh, there is a large active group of liberal students at BYU, especially in the social sciences and humanities. Well, that doesn't surprise me. (laughs) I transferred away from BYU because of the honor code controversy last March, but thank you guys for helping me stay sane last year when I was among all the Mormons. Well, congrats on getting out. No kidding. Oh my God! Um, and yeah, that's that's interesting. I mean, stuff. I was being a little disingenuous about, you know, Democrats on the campus and everything. But yeah. Because I mean, well, when you... I was there, like I, I, I actually I do remember, like somebody who was like kind of in my little circle, um, who was a, like a registered Democrat, and that kind of blew my mind at the time. <laughs> yeah. I was like, "How are you, Mormon and a Democrat?" And she's like, "Oh, there's so many of us." You know, interesting. Yeah, that must have <laughs> that must have shook you to the core uh, in the nineties. Provo, <laughs> BYU, Democrats. Yeah, shocking. <laughs> well, do we have some folks to thank, Dan? We do indeed. We have three new teachers, Dan, oh! to thank. These are people who went to thankgodimatheist.com and signed up uh, on Patreon. Uh, yeah. we've got Greg to thank today we have casey okay. thank you greg and we have melissa so Woo! thank you to the three of you for signing up yeah. 
Um, and uh, yeah, this is really important. It's how we keep the show going. It's how we, we're looking to grow the show and, and do more yeah. things. And I don't know if you guys have noticed, but we're not playing ads anymore. And it's yeah. because, it's because of, you of you guys. Yeah. It's because we are all patron. Uh, we All of our donations or all of our money comes from you. Right. So we're go do it. We're officially truly listener supported which i think is just it's the right thing for our show so yeah um and then always dan we we have our our top donor to thank our lord and savior bebas hey frank dan we should do the whole rest of the show in tongues. <laughs> Fuck you guys. We don't even care about you anymore. We're just doing the whole show in tongues. Well, let me tell you, you watch one of these services where they're doing nothing, where it's all in tongues. And it's like, who is this for? <laughs> right? What is this? I'm you, nobody's learning anything here. Nobody's being instructed. Right? Look, There's no values here's the thing. being taught. You do not have to be a linguist or a a, a language <laughs> scientist of any sort to recognize no language. No language is being spoken right. here. Right. You are not. You're. You are not channeling the Aramaic tongue right. of old. Right. You are not in some way speaking forth the 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 talk of the ancients. <laughs> right. You're just saying nonsense word, syllables. Right. Even and like Star Trek knew that they had to create some fake languages, right? With rules. Yeah. And they created languages yes. with syntax yeah. and with so that and and so yeah. The, the, these other being these other species right that, that, that it sounds real right because yeah. it is technically like a real language but this yeah. is it is it's like blah, 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 you know like just waggling your tongue like literally okay so he what got us started thinking about this <laughs> was a video that came out and it's i don't even know what's happening there's <laughs> probably 12 people in a line on a stage mm -hmm. And, you know, the, the truncated version of this video just starts with a guy just blathering about, you have to vote for Donald Trump because he's the only guy, he's so godly. <laughs> and then he turns to all of these people with him in line on stage and goes, pray now, in tongues, go! Yeah. And suddenly, they launch. Yeah, let's play a little bit of it. Yeah, Dan, this was so, this was not their first in tongues talking. No. Know, these people know what they're doing, except no. maybe that one woman who gets stuck oh. on ha for a while. You guys, <laughs> I, 
<laughs> she descends into. She's. I mean, she's been going for a minute, for a hot minute. Yeah. Blah 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 blah. And they're all. And every now and then, you catch one of them peeking to see: Are we still doing this? <laughs> We're, we are okay. And they're like, some of them are making real serious faces, and they're making, you know, they're gesturing real serious, and they're like holding their hands in prayer position, but they're shaking. And this one woman in this amazing pink sparkly blazer <laughs> suddenly, she's she and her husband, her pastor husband, have stood up. And they're going to sort of take the lead on this. And she <laughs> descends into a ha, 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 ha. And then she hears it. There's this <laughs> moment where she hears how stupid what she's doing is and laughs at herself. And so it's like ha, 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 And it's amazing. She, Dan, you couldn't understand the joke. Yeah, she apparently. just like the spirits said a joke through her Dan. yeah exactly and she was that, like yeah exactly ha, 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 ha. oh good one spirits is good that what one. they think is they think it's like the holy ghost speaking through what do they think they're are they channeling something or is it you know what's funny it literally is... just a practice in making absurd sounds and they're partially aware of that i they are aware of it i here's the thing i've heard people who speak in tongues explain it as as both hmm. they believe both things are happening at the same time they don't believe that they're saying something that needs to be translated into words for all to hear it's spirit talk so like <laughs> they so it's like they're talking directly to your spirit you can let your brain just sort of pass over it wow and just go straight to spirit it I have a friend, and boy, we didn't we did not grow up with this here. I didn't grow up with this here in Utah. No. I don't. I'm I'm almost surprised you didn't encounter it in Oklahoma, mm, because it's, it's kind of really Pentecostally, right? I'm not sure who all does it. I think more than just the Pentecostals really? do it. I, I to be honest, like we, I, it's not like I ever went to other churches. Like my right. parents would not right. have been cool with me going to a Baptist church. I don't even know. Well, I don't think let Baptists me tell do you it, something. Though. Let me tell you something. My friend who lives in Atlanta moved moved there from here and told me that one time she was working at a at a makeup counter in Atlanta and one of her coworkers was basically like, "Oh, we'll get you to speak in tongues. I'll I'll free up your tongue. I'll loosen your tongue. You'll, you'll be speaking in tongues." That's weird. This is a Mormon girl, right? That was being told this. But like, yeah, the like it's it's a thing that they do. And okay. They just get together what? and speak in tongues. Like anybody can do it. You're just you're just <laughs> going you don't have to be in tune with the spirit to go You're just making nonsense syllables. It's so fucking weird. But I just wanted to talk about it because look, that is weird ass shit. It's meaningless. Right. And you would think that that kind of weirdness would be a problem mm. because it's uncomfortable yeah. it is that is an uncomfortable thing to witness it's an uncomfortable thing to be near mm -hmm. it's uncomfortable yeah. but that my friends is not a bug it's a feature well yeah and that's what i wanted to talk about yeah because i mean it's 
like as you it's like any ritual right like as you participate in it even though the first time it's foreign and weird and maybe creepy right yeah now once you participate in it and it becomes comfortable now you're part of the fucking group yeah right and group activity group experience is really powerful in creating the sense of community and sense of belonging right yeah and so beyond that weirdness mm -hmm. purposefully uncomfortable things Mm -hmm. things that are that exist nowhere else in society Mm. lock you into that Mm. that what they what they do it like the first few times you do it they'll warn you too they'll be like this is gonna feel weird just go with it a few times (laughs) trust me it's gonna, you're going to think it's crazy. Right. But trust me, you just go with it a few times, it'll start to feel more normal, blah, blah, yeah. blah. And that is a psychological trap. Yeah. It is specifically designed to make you feel that weirdness mm-hmm. so that once you've bought into it, anything's okay. Yeah. Once you've, once you've gotten over the weirdness of it, suddenly... All the talk about magic doesn't sound that strange. Mm. All the talk about miracles and whatever, it's just not that weird. You, They almost need something that feels so out of the ordinary, something that isn't that doesn't exist anywhere else. And it's all religions that do this. Yeah, It doesn't, you know, sort of Catholicism's been around for so long that the idea of, you know, Sitting in a place in a really, like, unique building, having incense waved around, having someone intone a prayer, hearing the music, the the organ echoing through the, the stone chapel, all of that is very, very strange. Going up and being f- given a little piece of bread. Or yeah. host or whatever they call it, right? Like, yeah, they're going to give you a, a <clears throat> snack that tastes bad, <laughs> and that it's meant to be a man, right? Uh, like that's that is creepy and weird shit, right? And and that's the point. But that's of what it. makes you Catholic, right? That's yeah. And this it's crap what is, sets is it apart. What makes somebody Pentecostal? And for right. Mormons, it's the stupid underwear in the temple, right? Like, yeah. Yeah, I mean, when when you've been raised in Mormonism and you're like, it, you know, everything, like a whole bunch of shit has already been normalized for you uh, that isn't normal. You know, people crying in front of everybody else that don't ever cry in their lives or, you know, people just three hours <laughs> of torture a week sort of thing. I love that you go and to then the, you, the crying. It is so weird, though. It is Mormons so are fucking such weird. Criers. <laughs> and then you go through the temple, oh. which is both insanely boring and crazed at the same time. Like the, r- these rituals that you're not used to at all. And then you have to wear these weird underwear. Once you buy into it, once you say yes to it, mm-hmm. you are so much more likely to just say, okay, well, I'm part of this now. This mm-hmm. is me now. This is who I am. Yeah. We do this. Right. It's so much, it's so much, it's a very powerful psychological manipulation. Yeah. Well, so, it, it starts to so, actually beg the question of like, how, how many of these groups can actually probably be defined as cults, right? 
Like sure. Like like the definition that we 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 obviously we like we tend to describe smaller groups and newer groups as cults, but if they're right. working off the same if they're using a lot of the same mechanisms, some are just going to be more extreme groups than others, right? Right. But like if you're Jehovah's Witness and you leave and you're shunned, isn't that kind of what cults do? And I'm it's a hundred percent a cult. Most people are perfectly fine with me <laughs> playing the term cult to the Jehovah's Witnesses, right? But I mean, I mean, what we're talking about when we in this definition of cult, because there's a bunch of definitions yeah. of cult, but in this definition of cult, we're talking about a high demand religion mm-hmm. that uh, that ha- exerts an undue and and crazed amount of pressure mm-hmm. on its ad- adherents. And uh, and and is very very controlling. Yeah. Well, guess what? One of the methods of that control is this weirdness. Yeah. So you know, go ahead and buy into the and suddenly they've got a little bit more control over you yeah. because you because because they're the only they made you do something so strange that somehow your brain has to justify why you're doing something that weird Mm. and the only reason why you're doing it is because it must be true yeah well it's also expected of you as part of the community yeah so yeah exactly Mm -hmm. so it's a it's a very strange thing uh Frank, why don't we should in the show notes let's put the link to those uh to that video because it's just cuckoo bananas and then uh and then everyone can watch for themselves because it's a it's actually a lot of fun i don't know w- once you're out and you're looking at it from an outsider's perspective all religion is so just fucking nutty yeah it's it's funny though that you when you're in it you're like yeah but mine's fine right right like yeah like that because like i knew that shit was crazy the first time i saw it i didn't need to be told that right like right. I didn't have to be outside of religion in general, and so it's just like it's so amazing to me the sort the the in group aspect of the whole thing as well, where it's like yeah but but our weird is is the one that God really likes well, yeah right exactly we get it you're trying so, to be weird to garner God's favor because you figured it out too he likes weird shit but guess what we figured out the weird the real weird shit yeah somewhere in the United States of America some pastor is going God those Mormons are just fucked up now somebody go get the rattlesnakes because i've got to hold them for the church somewhere that's happening and and i remember you know mormons being so snooty about other religions and how how obviously crazy yeah they are yeah yeah everybody is uh, all the religions are crazy yep all right well listen if you would like to tell us about the way in which your religion was particularly cuckoo bananas uh please write it into us podcast at thank god i'm atheist.com or call and leave us a voicemail message the telephone number is 424-666-8442 yeah hey go to the facebook page facebook.com slash tgi atheist click the like button you're gonna enjoy it and also on facebook you can search for the tgia members only lounge and request to join it is a closed group, but we will let you in. Also find us on Twitter at TGI Atheist. And if you like what you hear on the show, please 
think about supporting us by going to thankgodimatheist.com and clicking on the support tab. And don't kid yourself. If you've, if you've gotten this far into the program and <laughs> and then you like what you hear, you just go and shoot a couple bucks our way. Come on. Don't be a cheapskate. Listen, thanks so much to the Red Rock Hot Club for the use of their music. And thanks to Gordon Johnston for the use of his music. And thanks to all of you for tuning in. We sure do appreciate you. Bye-bye.